Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Are you literally updating your agenda right now? No. I'm yes, but not in the way that you would think. I like I just got <clears throat> this is not sponsored in any way, but I just finally got a passion planner and I What's am a passion planner. Passion planner. It's a like where you What's a planner? Do agenda think <laughs> Me. This is me versus Tara. I know. <laughs> it's where you like have your normal agenda life, but then it also like breaks down like your goals and your passions and like how to achieve them month by month. And it's really I cool. I love that. Yeah. Anyways, I was just using the note section as a oh. note for this podcast. Oh. Okay. So I wasn't actually sitting here adding Dang. in dates, yeah. but I, I mean, I did earlier. Her like life planned out in her agenda. And I'm that person that someone will be like, what's on your hand? And it's like a smudged word. And I'm like, shoot. <laughs> What did I write? What was I supposed to remember? It's a very important date that I I can't read now. Yeah. Anyways, that wasn't supposed to be our opener, but it's a great it was opener. Funny. We I had to leave it. Leave it in Mark. Leave it in Mark. Um, I okay. So as you know, it's February love month, and it's a month of love. I just felt myself look at the camera. I did too because I, I too. saw you do I was it. Like, love month. Every time <laughs> you right stare the at camera. the camera, I'm like, I suck. Can I try to have it? it? I'm gonna break it. Um, no, do keep doing it. Okay, so. I was looking up like fun facts about love. Oh. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, hit me with like a random fact. Yeah. This one tripped me out. I can't wait. Okay. We can sense and are attracted to a person with a different immune system. Get out. Right? It goes, is that, is let that, me explain. Okay. I won't Please say don't. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let me explain. Um, so... It says, this finding came about during a study conducted by, I don't know, it's a a Swiss name, Claude Wiedekind, Claude, Claude, um, of the University of Switzerland. He had women test subjects smell unwashed t-shirts of men, Uh and um. They consistently preferred the smell of the man shirt whose immune system was different than their own. What? Apparently, the same things were found in rodents. I wonder, that's, so the exact- Rodent t-shirts? No, 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 no. (laughs) So the thing I was going to say was like, that could be like an innate, like animalistic thing so that your children- has one parent because if something's gonna kill you, I gotta survive. Yeah, yeah. Or what or just like it gives them like the best of both, possibly. Oh, you know, not best of both, but like maybe they could pick and choose. But it could totally be a survivor thing of like, yeah. Hey, if you're gonna die from like this, you're here's, not gonna take me how down. We become with a good you. pair, a good yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, interesting. interesting. I'm shocked. <laughs> I bring it. I'm the one who brought it, and I'm like, I am shocked. That is weird. Okay, that's all I am. It's a fun, fun. Oh wait, fun. I've always wanted to do this. Mark, roll the music. <laughs> roll the intro. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. Welcome. Um, I am Taryn. I'm Ashley, and uh, we're so excited to be here with you. 
Uh, me and Ash, I feel like the last few episodes we've come in to record, we've like dragged our butts in here. <sighs> yeah, January like we've was been rough. tired, moody. Uh, <laughs> I have been moody. <laughs> I wasn't gonna call. I wasn't gonna say, say it. it. It's fine. I'm aware. Um, it's a new month. It's a new so, me. <laughs> It was funny because I I sat Ashley down and I was like, hey, so like, you know how like I'm like a feeder, like I feed off of people's energy. And I was like, it's kind of hard with me when you don't talk to me for 15 minutes and then we come in and then we talk to each other because then I just feel like I need to catch up. But like, but like in my head, I'm like, save it all for the podcast. But that, yeah, that's I'm totally bottling it up sense. And I'm letting it explode when yeah. I get in here. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a thing that as painfully it's shy people do. It's a strategy. It's a no, smart tactic. Um, but today, like we both are just like in good moods. I also had pre workout and coffee today, so like come oh, at same. me, roll. It, it's just gonna roll right what? off. What was that? Roll right off. Uh, <laughs> okay, we need to stop. Um, as you guys know, it's February. Thank God. Uh, we're so excited January for this January took forever. Um, I've been digging this February series uh-huh. just about love. It's fun when like the month, you know, it's like December, Christmas, like January felt like was like bettering ourselves, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know what the rest of the months are going to look like, but that's kind of fun. We can do whatever we want. Right. And I think my favorite thing about this whole thing is that we started February with how not to get killed. <laughs> so we taught people how to protect themselves before they fall in love. Right. Exactly. Safety first. Safety first always. It comes down to that for pretty much everything. Yes. Always. So, yeah. Pumped for that. Yeah. Safety. Um, We, if you guys do not follow us on our socials, Primarily, I would say Instagram. Yeah, you suck. But (laughs) that was so mean. I know it came out so. I feel like they they knew I was being sarcastic, but they couldn't tell with you. So was I. Um. So our Instagram, I would say, if you're gonna follow us on anything, definitely Instagram, because that's where we're the most interactive. It's the juiciest. It's juicy, and we will tweet out. Dang it. We will Insta out. I don't know how do you say that. DM out. (laughs) I don't know. Post. We will it post, just post for anything. We'll post stories or posts that will ask questions. But like a lot of times it's like the day of, right? Like we're uh-huh. like, hey, mm-hmm. what's your most awkward blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then we use it for the episode. Yeah. So if you guys want to be interactive with us. Yeah. Definitely go there first. But this does require like some form of like I need I, like commitment. Yeah. So you might want to like put our notifications oh on gosh, or something. Yeah. Because if it's last minute, we need your answers. If you want to be involved, then you need to know when we post. So yeah. if you if you're the dedicated fam, put us on notifications. Yeah, put notifications it's, it's on. It's a smart move. It's a smart thing to it's do. It's really smart. So smart. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> um, we said, what is your most awkward date situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like this is fitting because I'm sure a lot of people last week went out had on a Valentine's lot of Day, ones. Mm-hmm. had a lot of awkward stuff. We didn't. We had um It was a food. Galentine. Galentine and food. Uh-huh. Um, but Better I, than my last Valentine's. What'd you do last Valentine's? Oh, T. She put her pinky out. Woo, T. Uh, what did I do last Valentine's? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> um, you had a Galentine's again. I did? With who? Alicia. You went oh dinner. my gosh, me and Lena went on a date. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Um, we missed you. I I missed you guys. And he gone. So. He gone. <laughs> yep. R.I.P. Okay. Um, what are we talking about? Uh, we asked. <laughs> I want. I you guys for We need a compilation dating. of just me going. What are we talking about? Did <laughs> Wait, I what say are my story? Is it your turn? <laughs> yes. We asked for awkward situations. Do you want to just like ping pong? Absolutely. I think I have like three. Huh? Uh, Did you? Yeah, I can get. I can do three. Okay. Okay. Well, I just want to start with um the amount. This is specifically um Addy Cooley, but. Because we said the most awkward thing on a date. And she said the fact that I've never been on one. LOL. I was just going to say, I'm reading so many. We're like, oh, the awkward thing is I don't date. And which I can totally relate to. Which makes you feel better because like someone messaged us a while ago. I think towards the beginning and said something about having never gone on a date. They were in high school and they felt weird about it. They were very insecure about yeah. it. And I was like, girl, that's normal. No, I think it is normal. And I think the reason like no one talks about it because it's like this shameful thing. Like, oh, if you don't have a man or you're not dating, then yeah. like 
something's wrong but with it's, you. It's, it's this quote unquote shameful thing because the single people don't talk about it. Yeah. No and one I'm wants to talk you, about it. But every like, single person on here that sent us something that was like, oh, it's awkward that I don't yeah. date. They're all adorable. Like I'm reading them all right now. I've been, I've never been on a date. Ha ha. Single ready to mingle. Hashtag single forever. Hashtag single Pringle. Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> um, the fact that I've never been on a date is awkward enough. Like there's so many yeah. of them. No shame, girls and boys. Okay, ready? Go. All humans alike. All humans alike. Uh, okay, uh, this person, Nick Gatorol, I think, um, mm-hmm. said, when your date is boring and his friend is much more interesting, <gasps> coffee with him instead. Shut up. <laughs> oh, Dang, good for savage. You. Love I mean, that. If it's not there, it's not there. Yeah. And you're only saving him time. I don't know if that's ever, uh, I think I've, I think I've done where I've like went into a new group of people. I was, it must have been like a group situation. Yeah, and liked one guy and then literally like the freaking, the bench warmer gets mm-hmm. on the court and all of a sudden you're like, oh, Ooh. he got game. And you're like, I'm going to switch to him. <laughs> and you're just sitting yeah. there, the guy's talking at you and you're literally looking away. Yeah. That's and your bad. friends That's are like, sign. wait, I thought you like so-and-so. And you're like, not, not anymore. No that was last week. <laughs> okay. This is from Picture Too Perfect. Um, <laughs> farted while sitting on his lap oh because he playfully <laughs> dropped, in quotes, dropped me. We've been dating for 10 years now. <laughs> I totally she know she, you audience? know, when you like, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh she my freaking God. tense. That's funny. That's funny. funny. Um, Callie Becca said, I threw up after kissing on our fourth <gasps> date. Now we're engaged. But why? Why'd she throw up? I don't She, she doesn't say. She didn't say. Oh, we need After clarifiers. kissing. On our fourth date. I want to know how soon after kissing. Yeah, like, was it like kiss, kiss, Was it like kiss, or was it like kiss, excuse me, I have to go (laughs) this way and then throw up, you know? Yeah, oof, that's, that's, that's intense. That, that little detail could change the entire, yeah. Callie, I need you to. Callie, please, please write us again. Callie Becca, please. (laughs) Calling Callie Becca, please (laughs) (laughs) report. Um, Whitney... Elliot, I think, uh, went to the movies with my first boyfriend, my BFF and her boyfriend. So like little double date action. My BFF and her boyfriend made out the entire time. I've mm. I've had that happen before where like my friend would like start hooking up with a guy. And then when you're with a guy too, it's so awkward because you know that he's like, okay, so like, are we gonna... <laughs> And I was so like, you wanna, no. So you, uh, yeah. so you wanna, yeah. I think that's such a thing, though. That's like every, that's like the notebook. You know, it's just like, yeah. it's one of those things. You go on a group date, like there's always one couple that's more into it than the other. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Or you're on just on different like levels in the relationships. Yeah. It's just one of those things. There was one, remember uh, that one year at Coachella, you like hit it off with that guy uh-huh. and then I had to like hang out with his weird friend the whole time. Uh-huh. And you always bring that up, but yep. you forget that we had a very similar situation happen where the roles were reversed, Taryn. He didn't have a weird friend. You were just by yourself. I was just by myself, <laughs> which was just not anywhere near as fun. That sounds so, horrible. Yeah. We're just going to brush right past that. He had a water. (laughs) What are those called? He had a camelback. One of those water backpacks. And he was just like, (laughs) just chilling, watching the show, drinking his water. And I was was like, like, this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, Mallory.s says uh, for her awkward date situation, um, mall kiosk guy asked how long we've been married. We were 15. It was our first date. Oh my gosh. I also like teen. I understand it's kind of awkward, but like I kind of love when people say stuff like that because it's like, oh, you think we look good together. Yeah. Like that's a compliment. That and means it's good we to flow see, really well. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Or it's good to see their reaction. Yeah. Because if they're like, oh, do, God, do no. they freak out and say, oh, no, yeah. then it's like, oh, shoot. <laughs> or like I like the guys that will just be like playful and be like, oh, yeah, we've been married for 15 just years. Go you know with what it? I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's a good, I love that. It is interesting, though, when people ask questions like, like, obviously, she's 15, like, not old enough to be married. I actually, well, maybe, I don't know maybe, what the maybe rules she, are. Maybe she looks <laughs> older than she is. Maybe. But <laughs> that was I've been asked before if, like, the kids I nannied were my kids. And it I think I told the story before. There's the two kids I nanny, which are like de- I definitely could not have given birth to them. And they're two friends that were completely different ethnicities yeah so i was like girl you really think like i popped all of these children out like with all different <laughs> How fathers old were you at the time i was like 20 
three, twenty-four. Yeah. Yeah. Four? Nah. Yeah. I can see insane. someone saying something. They with were like in before. high school. Uh-uh. I was like, what? Mm. I would have to have been like ten. I don't actually. I don't know. But anyways, those were great. Yeah, I loved it. I Just love interacting snippet. with you guys in that way. It's so fun. Yeah, feels like you're here on the podcast with yeah. us. Uh, speaking of butt. awkwardness, awkward. Do you have a turn it up? I oh. didn't get one. Ha! You have I, one. I have one. Oh, I'm excited. I guys, I'm so pumped to read this off to you. I found this, so I found this a while ago, and basically, like, I don't have an actual, I don't have a great system for how I, like, store everything, Yeah, but I knew that I had saved a tearing it up um, from a while back, and I was like, the next time, like, we need one, I'm gonna have it on my phone ready to go. Today's my day. (laughs) It's her day. I'm so excited. Um, So, yeah, let's let's start the whole episode off with a tearing it up. If you guys do not know, we have a tearing it up segment called tearing it up. And uh, it means basically that you could send in any awkward, embarrassing story um, because Taryn here has had a lot of them. She shared some. It became its own entity. This one is titled an anesthesia tearing it up. Anesthesia. An anesthesia tearing it up. Oh, like like anesthesia. Under anesthesia. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I'm excited for this one. It starts off, which is she just gets right into it. So last week I got knee surgery. It was an ambulatory one. So the same day you get it done, you're supposed to go home. The anesthesiologist told me that a spinal anesthesia similar to an epidural would be better for these kinds of surgeries because it is less invasive and I would be able to leave the hospital way sooner with a general anesthesia. Than with the general anesthesia. Uh, He gave me two options, and somehow I was brave enough to get the local one, the spinal one. The surgery went well, thank God, and I woke up back in my hospital room. I had some kind of allergy from some of the medications, so they gave me medicine for that, and one of its side effects is sleepiness, so I was instantly knocked out. A warm sensation in my lower back woke me up. Dot, dot, dot. Yes, in all caps. I peed myself. Turns out you can't control your bladder with a spinal anesthesia. Oh, my dignity. (laughs) I had to call the nurse for her to help me change my gown and the bed sheets. But wait, it doesn't stop there. Oh, no. As soon as the nurse was done helping me, the doctor entered the room and began explaining what happened during surgery, how it went, and everything. Dot, dot, dot. But I was completely flat on my bed, so I adjusted it and pulled myself to be in a seated position near him and, of course, make better eye contact when it happened. As I was sitting, I pull out the most (laughs) sonorous, sonorous, S-O-N-O-R-O-U-S, sonorous, right? What, do you hear crinkling? (laughs) 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 That's so funny. Is your mic on, Mark? You want to talk to us? This granola bar is delicious. <laughs> I literally was looking behind me because I thought something was in the room. I that was, was so, so funny. This. I didn't sorry. hear it until you said it. And then I was like, what? Um, when it happened, as I was sitting, I pull out the most sonorous and loud fart ever. <gasps> the doctor and nurse and nurse keep talking to me like it never happened. But I was already as red as a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Advice. Think twice about spinal anesthesia. It's the consequence. It has consequences because now I'm the fart girl from room 217. Aww. And the worst thing is tomorrow I have a checkup with that same doctor. Thanks for reading. I love your podcast and enjoy every bit of it. You guys may not realize it, but you impact my life in so many different ways. I could not thank you enough. Keep being awesome. Love, Anne, a.k.a. Fart Girl. <laughs> That's two fart stories today. Dude, it happens, man. I Wait, mean, I looked up that word. Sonorous? Wait, let me see how you say it. Hold on. I want to make sure this is loud so they yeah. can hear it mm-hmm. too. Sonorous. Sonorous. <laughs> Dang Not- it. Sonorous, sonorous sounds like a dinosaur. Oh, stop it. I get it. Um, it says, capable of producing a deep or ringing sound. <laughs> <laughs> Sonorous. That's so good. Sonorous. Sonorous sounds like some kind of like. Sonorous. Like a type of dinosaur? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that was that our was tearing great. it up for today. Dude, but that's the thing like with stuff, especially in those fields, like those those doctors were probably like, they oh, probably poor honey, because they see it so the much worse. Yeah. But I under, like peeing your pants, that would throw me off too. So um, 
you know, like it was just like one after another. So it's a, especially sorry. because like you don't know it's going to like it's one thing where you're like, I'm going to pee my pants and, and it your happens. body is literally like your brain's disconnected yeah. from what's happening in your but body. You're just like, why am I? Oh, <laughs> you're oh. just like, was that me? Yeah. I'm sure the doctors are like, oh, honey, we've seen worse. It's, yeah. Oh, God. I can't imagine what they Ew. go through. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, well, let's take a short break let's and then it. get into the stories. We tried to keep up with the whole like love theme because, you know, that's what we offered you guys February. for this month. February. February. Except, well, so we started with protection. That falls under like, if you're going to go on a date, you should be aware of how to protect yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're going to take a break and then we'll come back with our first story, which is titled... Dangerously in love with love. Ooh, it's a great title. Okay, BRB. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Um, speaking of last, the um, safety episode, uh-huh. we had a DM from... Think it's anonymous, Lexi Dan- Danielle or Danielle, um, and she said, "Hey guys, I'm listening to the safety episode, and I have another safety tip that my mom gave me. I thought this one was super interesting. Ooh, yeah. So, not sure if you've heard this one, but if you're in an Uber and you feel like the driver is sketchy or they have you trapped or like any car, um, she says take the headrest out of the passenger seat and use that as self-defense. For example, the pointy the metal parts, part? the metal parts that goes into the seat could be used to jab the driver or to break the window oh. to get out. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. That's so smart. That is really smart. Like just reach up in front of you. Yeah. And also yeah. like one of those things to an eye. Oh, Done. he gone. Done. Or he can't see. Mm-mm. Both are, you know, gives you enough time to. Blinded by the light. How are you not finished with your coffee yet? I don't know. I've just been sipping. It's just, it's so full and mine's gone. Like, I wish I had more. I probably have just been talking too much. I mean, that's what I'm doing too. How do you do? Sometimes I lick it. (laughs) Sometimes I listen. Continue with that story, please. Sometimes I listen back and I'm just like, Taryn, shut up. Like, I'll just be like, blah, 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 blah. And you're like trying to get a word in and I just freaking keep going. It's just what, that's just the nine life. We're used to it. Hey, but you, will, you there's been times I'm like, Ash would not let me into that story at all. I don't know. She, I was, I was Prove trying it. to be like, and Prove I, it. and I, <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> um, 
dangerously in love with love. Ooh. Hey, Taryn and Ashley. Hey. Notice. Tar- oh, my Siri turned on. Uh, notice said, hey, Taryn and Ashley. It's because you said, hey. I said, hey. That's Siri. And then it went like, away because yes. I didn't say Siri. Yeah. Um, I love your podcast so much. Y'all are both hilarious and beautiful inside and out. Stop it. Girl. Thank you. I looked at the camera when I said that. So, Olivia, if you watch our YouTube, that was to you. Girl. Okay. Um, oh, her name's Olivia. <laughs> I admire you both for helping so many people who might not have someone they can go to for advice, and I'm grateful for the weekly laughter. Oh, I love a good laugh, too. We are hilarious. I feel that. We're funny. We are hilarious. Uh, my name is Olivia. You can use my name. Thank Hi, you. Hi, Olivia. Because <laughs> I already said it. <laughs> I am newly 24 and have never dated or even really been in a quote-unquote talking situation with a guy. Before y'all repeat all the wonderful advice you've given to single ladies before myself, let me preface more specifically my question and provide context. Despite being an Enneagram 1, a person who is usually practical, I am a complete and total hopeless romantic. Do, I mean, you guys should know this by now, but me and Ash are obsessed with the Enneagram. Big fans. Big, 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 big fans. fans. Um, do you want to break down a one for those who aren't familiar with it? Yeah. Uh, basically, the Enneagram, I'm not. I just want to like pre- like preface this. Like, I am not a professional in any way, um, but I do read about them a lot. And basically, the Enneagram is nine different types of personality types. They're all interconnected and they're all interwoven. So you can be a number but have... Uh, a specific type of another number when you're in a healthy place and you can have a negative type of another number when you're in a negative place. And um, the one, I'm actually a nine, which means I'm at the top of the Enneagram and I'm right next to a one. So I am a nine wing one because I have mm-hmm. a more tendency to lean towards the perfectionist side than I do the controversial side. <laughs> um, so I actually feel you. I'm kind of a, slightly a one. Um, but the nine is, or the one is the perfectionist and they... Um, they love rules. They love to uh, do everything and anything at their absolute best. So they're the type to say yes to everything and put too much on their plate and then get so angry and um, and and get so angry if they don't do it literally to the best of their abilities. Yeah. So um, usually the older they get, the more they realize that they have to say no to things so that they can actually find fulfillment in completing a full task. Interesting. Um, but... The thing with the Enneagram is, and I was just telling Taryn this earlier today, we were talking about it, is that I, you know, we're all a little bit of all the numbers. You're not just a perfectionist and not the romantic four. Yeah. So you can be a one and still have a romantic side. That's that's not not yeah. normal. Um, I'm a nine and I can still be controversial, even though I hate it. Like I can still do it. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I mean, that's just what I've learned the most about ones, but um. We love stru- ones love structure and they love to perfect everything. Um, they would rather do it themselves than yeah. have to hire a team. Um, but uh, they can become good team players and just stuff like that. But we love ones. Yeah, ones keep us accountable. I was going to say ones are like always on time. Ones. They're dependable. If you have something that needs to get done, like ASAP, a one will get it done and like make it look perfect. Yeah. So we love a good one. Love that. Love that, Ash. Thanks for that breakdown. Mm -hmm. Um, She continues, I have a slew of dresses in my closet I've bought that are proposal worthy. And she put in parentheses, why am I like this? Um, I occasionally dance around my room in long flowy gowns and listen to I Get to Love You. Have you heard that song? No, but I danced in my room in gowns too. Yeah, (laughs) that's actually the song. I don't even know how you say it. Ruel? 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 I always said Ruel, but I know I'm wrong. So it's probably Ruel. Ruel. Um, that song is so freaking adorable. Good. Uh, that was actually the song that Vanessa, my sister-in-law, walked down the aisle oh, to, yeah. and the words and just knowing she was thinking about my brother when she was listening to that song. Yeah. I was literally in the car. She showed me, and I was like ugly crying. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. so cute. <laughs> um, anyway, she dances to that song, and I'm so happy. I annoy myself, or I'm so sappy. I annoy myself. Just the thought of falling in love brings tears to my eyes what can I say I'm a romantic I'm a romance script writer's dream 
that's funny. <laughs> um, since I know this is all a lot, I've taken measures to try to chill out. I've forbade myself from making a wedding board on Pinterest. I fight every urge to imagine my wedding with a dude every time I see someone cute and have been trying to live in the present and not fantasize about marriage all day. I Do you do that? I've done that before. Like all I'll interact time. with a guy and I'm like planning our future. And then he walks away and we don't speak and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I I had a whole uh, conversation when I was young, when I was in like high school, um, about how I have a daydreaming problem. But I it do doesn't too. always have to be with guys. Like it'll just be about anything. Yeah, someone same. walks across my like sight or um, even like a dog like or career thing, my mind will just run with it, and I will sit there quietly uh-huh. and completely entertain myself, yep. creating this whole like fantasy life in my yep. mind, and. Someone will be there talking to me. I did this to Taryn earlier, yeah. and I, I did not hear a, a thing they said because I was so engrossed in this very elaborate story happening yeah. in my head. It's like I'm dreaming, literally. Like I'm, I mean, it's oh, daydreaming, yeah. but it's literally like I'm having a dream right then and there, and I have to pull it back. Yeah. <laughs> and my worst time of that, where I'm like, oh my gosh, you need to snap out of it, is when I'm on my way to something. So if mm-hmm. I'm like on my way to an event or a hangout or whatever, I like will play through in my mind what I would love to happen. Mm -hmm. And then it never fails. I'm always like disappointed after because like, I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna see him. He's gonna like talk to me. It's gonna be like this, this and this. And then I go and like that guy's not there. So then I'm like, this is not what I planned. Like this sucks, I'm leaving. So I've tried to like really work on it. And like she said, like be just like in the present. Like this is life, it's happening. Yeah, well I think that the only downside of this is it's very unrealistic. Yeah, oh my gosh, Like it's good. It's good to daydream and it's good to like think out futuristic stories for yourself and like plan according to that and to have dreams. Like that's fantastic. But the truth is like it's not, it's not (laughs) going to happen that way. So you have to, let yourself like fantasize about however you want your future to be, but then bring it down and be like, okay, that's not true. Yeah. Here's real life. And that's where, that's where it's, you that have to find that healthy hard. balance. Cause mm-hmm. that's, that's difficult. No, it is hard. Um, Especially when the dream's a lot better than what you got going on at the time. I've been married 30 times. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, I haven't allowed myself to have a serious crush since I was 19. Um, I'm guessing because like she knows she's like this so she gets too intense that's what I'm guessing Mm -hmm. Uh, for the record I have other priorities in my life which I spend appropriate time pursuing for the most part too I know I sound like an airhead but women are multifaceted amen she says Mm -hmm. oh no I put that amen (laughs) I put that to say (laughs) (laughs) see what happens when I actually like type it out I typed in my own note saying amen but I said that she said it I was trying to be organized. Anyways, I'll dream about my wedding for hours, but have more than just hearts floating around in my brain. I'm not complaining about being single. I don't want to rush into anything and believe God's timing is perfect. I just feel like I'm setting myself up to be let down. My question is, how do I guard my heart once I do start dating? I don't want to lower my standards because wanting a mature, attractive, funny, and loyal, godly man doesn't sound like too much, especially since I consider myself a complete and totally high maintenance package <laughs> or catch. Um, ha ha ha. Um, but I also know that due to my lack of experience, I could fall hard easily and end up heartbroken because things aren't as I dreamed. Thanks for reading my long message and for any advice given, should you choose to read this, XOXO, Olivia. Wow. That's, I freaking love how vulnerable she was. Like, those are all the things that as girls, like, we kind of, like, try to keep our, like, romantic. I'm sure it's the same for guys. Like, they're, like, we, everyone's not supposed to be so, like, mushy and, like, oh, like, I have a Pinterest board of my wedding, which I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like you're you're told to just, like, seem content and seem independent and you don't need anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I love the fact that she's, like, writing and just being, like, vulnerable about it. Um, was there anything you wanted to say? Just Oh, I think it's, first I think it's really fascinating. I think, I think everyone is a romantic to a degree. I think it's very interesting hearing people's, different people's levels yeah. of that. Because... Um, like I can't wait to be married either, but I'm nowhere near like that excited Yeah, to get married or for like my actual wedding, but there's nothing wrong with either one. Oh no, no. Yeah. Like, I agree. At all. I agree. So, but it's, I think it's just really fascinating hearing how, how much, um, like people are different, but the same, you know, mm-hmm. cause like I've dreamt about my wedding too. 
Um, but hearing her talk about it, you can tell like it's this like much deeper yeah, desire that she has for yeah. it. Um, the only thing I could think of is that I, I would agree. I think you, you could be setting yourself up for failure if you're not I actively, and I feel like I say this for almost every story we get, but actively pulling yourself back and down to earth. Yeah. Because, um, like, I I mean, I've gone to a handful of weddings this last year. Just, just, this is just completely random, um, where so many things went wrong and, yeah. and that's where the brides start freaking out. Yeah. And you have to remember like what like what's important like you get so fixated on the details being yeah. exactly how you imagine that you forget like life is messy and things happen yeah. and it's it's the bigger picture is like I'm getting married today it doesn't yeah. matter if like my flowers are off or you yeah, know what I mean exactly I was just telling um a friend about my cousin's wedding a couple years ago um the florist just got the dates wrong Oh seriously! Completely got the dates wrong, and that's a that's a thing. Like people are still it's a it's a wedding, but there's a lot of businesses yeah, happening and a lot like of moving mistakes happen. Oof. And um, you're the, the idea that you're gonna have this perfect wedding, it's very unrealistic or perfect relationship. It's, it's not gonna perfect. happen. Yeah, <laughs> I want to say probably, but like the truth is, it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. So daydream about your wedding, but remind yourself that it probably won't be like that daydream about your future husband or boyfriend or whatever that's fine I actually encourage that I think mm -hmm. you should know exactly what you want in a guy yeah. mm -hmm. um there's no point in lowering your standards because you shouldn't yeah I, agree. I don't want to I'd mm -hmm. rather be very picky and only date a few people than date a ton of people trying to find out like who I want totally. you know so I think have those those boundaries have those standards and don't drop them for anyone um, but also like be open if there's someone there that is meeting your main core values, then like, get, get, you know, give them a chance. Yeah. But, um, it's just, I think it's a constant action of, of daydreaming and figuring out what you want and then also just being realistic. Yeah. And that's hard to do, but, um, seem like a smart cookie. I feel like you can do yeah. that. I'm still working on it and I'm 30. So <laughs> girl. Yeah. Ooh. Um, you know, it's funny. So, I mean, I, I mentioned sometimes about like my job, but a huge part of my job is doing observations on children mm -hmm. um, that are like showing signs of stuff, whatever. And one of the things every time I do an observation or there's like a concerning behavior, I always look at it in like different areas. One of them is I always look at the frequency of like. How often is it happening? Is it increasing this specific behavior? The other thing is I watch them and when they're doing a behavior, I take a step back and look around the room. Like I take a glance because sometimes if you're like focused in solely on something, like that's all you're looking at, something can seem way bigger or more dramatic than it is because if you step back and you look around the room and you're like, oh, every other three-year-old is doing the exact same thing. So like yeah. it still is age appropriate. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. And it just reminds me of like this because I feel like right now like you're, you're fixating on this thing and it sounds like it's increasing and getting more and more to the point where you're not even allowing yourself to have a crush. And then you also are like – like Ash said, like you're kind of like that's all you're thinking about. And and she said like she's she's, you know, career oriented. She has like other things she's passionate about. But I think it is just taking those times of like watching yourself and being like, OK, I literally all day was thinking about this. Um, and so that's concerning. Like yeah. I need to like take steps to like, you know, how to center my mind on something else or a mantra to give myself of like right when I catch myself thinking about it, being like you know, you mentioned God a few times. So like even saying like a quick prayer and just being like, okay, God, like I trust you. I'm giving this to you and I'm moving on. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. But like, it's just like in everything we do in life, I think we need to think about that. Like how frequently is this going on? And then if I stop and I, and I talk to my friends, I look around me like, what, what are other people experiencing in this too? Or what have other people gone through that I can like kind of compare what I'm going through and either, feel like oh okay this is normal or yeah. say like oof like I think I need help in this area you know yeah. what I mean yeah and I, if you think about it like you can't you can't you're so, you're so excited and obsessed with the idea of getting married 
but you won't let yourself have a crush, but you can't get married until you crush on someone. Yeah, yeah. And I understand, and I actually really admire you realizing how um, you can like really like run with the crush idea. Yeah. But I wouldn't. I would hold yourself back from having crushes. But if if there's a guy out there that you like, like you also need to give that a chance to blossom. Yeah. And find out if it's him or not. You yeah. know. So and it, that doesn't even have to be about guys. Like, what if this could be? I think this could possibly potentially be a distraction from a lot of things. Yeah. Um, for example, like I freaking I could watch TV all day long mm -hmm. for weeks. Yeah. And I would be fine. I don't have a TV in my room for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> because I would do nothing. Like yeah. I would not get anything done. Um, so I, I mean, I'm not trying to compare it exactly because it's a very different thing, but if you are, thinking about this constantly like where could you where else could you be putting that passion mm -hmm. and where else could you be putting this like really creative mind um yeah. in your work life or in your family relationships or in your friendships and, like maybe those are suffering a little bit yeah I'm not saying they are but you might want to look at them and just see if they are yeah because you might not even realize that they're struggling you know what totally. I mean like it could be a real problem yeah if you let it yeah and if you're struggling like don't watch like sappy romance mm -hmm. movies all the time or listen yeah. to those songs like it's 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 your you've got to feel where you're at and if you yeah. feel like it's something that's like literally taking over your mind then like the actions you do in the rest of your life kind of like what you're saying like those do affect where yeah. you're at yeah and the only other thing I want to say just because I think you're gonna be fine yeah, I really 100%. do. I think right now you're so focused on not being the way that you are that you're like creating these like walls around you trying to like contain yourself. And I think really like you need to just like give yourself a little bit of freedom. Be free. But also just be conscious of where you're at. Yeah. But I will say that I definitely fell into this with um, I had been single, you know, like all through I hadn't had a boyfriend all through high school and into college and um, when I did start dating someone, because I am the type of person that like falls hard and fast, when I did start dating someone, I was so excited to just be in love that like I didn't pay attention to any of the like signs or that the relationship wasn't healthy, things like that. Like I kept it all to myself and I was so just enamored with like him and wanting to be a girlfriend and wanting to be like, whatever I could to like make him want to be with me that I was willing to ignore every red flag because I didn't want to lose that and almost conform. Oh, for completely him. conformed yeah. into what he wanted, which I've talked about like many times on this podcast, but like, that's one thing I think it is, it is a normal fear to have. And I think it's good that you're thinking ahead, but I think how you combat that is you find the people in your life that you really trust and you sit with them and talk to them about everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like say like, okay, I like this guy. We went on a date and you know, pay attention. Like, was there any moment where you were kind of like, Ooh, I don't know how I felt about that yeah. and talk to your friends about it and be like, Hey, this happened. What are your thoughts on it? You know, yeah. because I think when you do become so obsessed with just being in love and whatever, you fall into that trap of ignoring red flags that yeah. you see from the beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's scary. Yeah. So I would just say, let yourself have some freedom. You're at the, I mean, 24, like that's a prime age to like great age. start exploring and like meeting people and whatever. But draw your line of like, I'm not going to say I like him until he passes A, B, and C, you know? Yeah. And then also bring people in your life that you can talk to and make sure that you're not being blinded by anything. Yeah. You know? No, I think that's great. I'm excited for yeah. you. You got this, girl. I'm Whoever romantic, you end too. up with is going to be lucky. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Like, Shoot. when you do find that person, you're going to shower them with so much love. You're a catch. We're all you're catches. Catch. <laughs> I'm a catch. You're a catch. We're all a catch. You're supposed to say, I'm a catch. I'm a catch. Okay, good. All right. Cool. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, thank you so much, Olivia, for writing Thanks, in. Thanks, Olivia. Thanks for sharing and being vulnerable. On to Ashley's story. My story. Do you have a title um, I do have a title. Let me pull it up really quick. Um, the title is My Dream Guy, Now Forever Undateable. Why? What do you bum, do? Bum, bum. We don't know until after the break. Okay. Bye. Oh God. <laughs> 
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Okay, welcome back from the break. We are going to dive right in to my story. Um, this one, again, is called My Dream Guy, Now Forever Undateable. Um, she begins, hey, Ashley and Taryn. Hi. I wanted to start off by saying I love your podcast and thank you for making my incredibly boring work days a little more interesting. Smiley face. <sighs> honored. Honored. We will be there for you for the work days for the foreseeable future. Yeah. <laughs> If you guys keep listening and telling your friends about us. If you keep sharing us, we'll keep sharing our time with you. We're like Tinkerbell. You have to believe or we'll die. (laughs) I do believe in fairies. I do believe. I would like to remain anonymous, but for the sake of the story, you can call me Valerie. Hello, Valerie. Hi, Valerie. I'm not very active in the dating scene. Wow. Common thread. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) It's a full circle right now. Um, I feel like I am a very independent person that usually scares guys off. Wow. Same. Me? (laughs) I literally get told all the time that I'm intimidating and I will never understand that because I'm like a teddy bear. I... I love everyone. Since middle school, people have told me I'm intimidating, and I yeah. apparently have a resting bitch face because I'm a delight. I'm such a sweet person. You, you and know everyone what it is, is always like, it wasn't until we hung out that I realized you were yeah. cool, and I'm like, I'm just sitting over here. It's like, because you are so, like you're beautiful. You always have cute outfits on. Stop like it. you're always all put together. Stop and it. then when you're uncomfortable, you kind of like Glaze are over. a little bit yeah. stone face. <laughs> So that, like, as an outsider, I could see people being like, oh, gosh, like, mm. she's scary. Interesting. Regina Just George. jotting down some notes right now. Regina? <laughs> the way you said that? Regina? <laughs> you, put me, you compared me to Regina? I don't it know. Went from, first... It went from, oh, you're kind of, like, quiet and your face glazes over to Regina George. You said, I'm sorry. Regina's the worst. She was just the first like no mean one girl because obviously be the movie is titled Mean Girls. Everyone wants to be Katie, not Regina. Who's Katie? Katie. Caddy. No, not Caddy. Everyone called her Caddy. Her name was Katie. Oh. I'm going to have to rewatch. Oh, jeez. I feel like I'm right, but it's fine. It's Katie with a C. It's not. <laughs> it's Caddy. It's not Caddy. Okay, anyways, <laughs> we digress from Mean Girls. We'll watch it later tonight oh, so I can prove okay. Taryn wrong. Um, I'm uh, wow, I was about to read the same thing over again. <laughs> <sighs> anyways. <laughs> I love how you turned your face so like the camera couldn't see you like you were ashamed. <laughs> okay. Um, and she, again, she's not very active in the dating scene. She's a very independent person that usually scares guys off. I'm also not very open with my emotions or feelings as I usually feel better hiding them. I feel like it's important to know that I don't develop feelings for people easily, but when I do, I fall pretty hard. Anyway, I met this guy at university. You can call him Eric. Eric and I started talking one day about a band t-shirt I was wearing, and one thing led to another, and we became really good friends, to the point where we were talking every day and hanging out outside of our classes. And then... I started crushing, dot, 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 whoops. We just had so much in common. We both sung, played guitar, and were heavily involved in the music scene. We loved art and creating, and he supported my art and believed in my dreams for success. We both openly supported each other in each of our endeavors, and it felt so good to feel that kind of support. He also understood me in ways I have never felt, especially emotionally. That makes sense, because he's a musician. That's his, like, forte, guys. Artsy. I felt like we were so similar that we understood each other's flaws and lifted each other up when we were down. 
but I was so scared to ruin the friendship. So we only exclusively remained friends and my feelings for him went unnoticed. It's harsh. Ugh. I introduced Eric to my small group of friends from high school and they all loved him. Oh my gosh, that's <sighs> the worst. So, it's so hard to get like the friends or like yeah. family on board. So when, when everyone, they love him, yeah. you're like, you're just like, dang, dang it. it. This group of friends included, we'll call her Brooke. Brooke was a girl that I had been friends with essentially since the dawn of time, laughy face. I have a prediction. Uh, me too. I met her on the first day of kindergarten and we have been friends ever since. We have always ebbed and flowed together with our other relationships and friendships, but we always stayed very close. A few weeks later, I started talking to Eric about how my friends really like him and that we all want to start hanging out more. He said he thought that was great, and he thought that one of my friends was really, all caps, cute. Oh my My gosh. heart sank. I asked him which one he was interested in, and he said, Brooke, no. dot, dot, dot. After that conversation, I started to not talk to Eric as much. And when we hung out with my friends from school, he would leave me and only hang out with Brooke. He would only talk about Brooke when we talked. And I felt that I was losing him to her when I was his friend first. It got worse when they started hanging out, just the two of them, and they got closer. Sadly, I got jealous. Ugh. Then he asked her out and they started dating. Ashley and Taryn, I don't know what to do. They are both still prominent in our high school friendship group, and I see both of them all the time. It's getting to the point where I'm starting to avoid hanging out with them at all costs because I feel like I'm starting to resent Brooke when I shouldn't. I never told anyone about my feelings for Eric, Ugh. and Brooke wasn't any the wiser, so she never knew. I can't get angry at her because she's done nothing wrong, but now I know that Eric, my dream guy, is essentially forever undateable because he's dated one of my closest friends. And if they were to break up, it would just feel wrong to want to date him after the fact. Girl code. Girl code. I don't want to lose either of them, though. So any advice on how to deal with this, with this situation would be greatly appreciated. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Looking forward to hearing more of your podcast episodes throughout the new year. XO, Valerie. Oh, Val. I am not going to lie. That is a sucky situation. <laughs> like, I, you know when like someone talks about something? I feel like ever since I went through a horrible breakup, whenever someone talks about how they're going through a breakup and you see the pain in their face, I instantly want to throw up because I can feel what I felt and I just like my heart breaks for them. Mm -hmm. And there were so many times like specifically um, – when you like a guy and you're talking to them and all of a sudden right in front of you they bring up another girl that they're into. That's and yeah. the worst you have to like control your face, right? To be like, oh cool. And like don't cry in front of them. Like yeah. don't start acting weird and your heart's being shattered like all at the same time. It is the actual like I hate that situation. It's happened to me multiple times. Yeah. Um I I wouldn't I wouldn't compare it exactly because it wasn't a best friend, but I had a crush on this guy um, I was going to school with. And um, I remember realizing that this girl who I had was quickly becoming really close friends with liked him also. And I remember having a moment. I actually talked to Taryn about it. I remember having a moment where I was like, uh, uh oh, because I was like, I mean, it was just a, it was just like, oh, he's kind of cute. Like it wasn't yeah. anything serious. Nowhere near as comparable. Um as the story but um i remember realizing i was like if i want to be her friend yeah this is not okay yeah and i remember being like okay it's just a crush i'm a peace out and i'm gonna work i'm gonna do the friendship route yeah and that was a decision that was a hard decision for me but it also wasn't because i was more invested in the friendship yeah what's hard here is she's clearly become best friends with both of them yeah and there is a girl code and you it's it's really hard. Um, I'm not saying it's not not an option because if this goes nowhere and it's kind of like a whatever relationship, sometimes girls don't care if you, if you're open, but you have to be open and talking with them and just being like, hey, I'm not gonna go after him, but I have to tell you I had a crush on him. Yeah, and then you kind of, I mean, it's it sucks, but it's it's like you kind of can't do anything about it because yeah. that was your best girlfriend. And, and I feel like dating. those I feel like those situations never 
and I think that's why she's like he's forever undateable. Yeah, I mean the title makes sense once you read yeah. the whole story. It's like, oh, he really is. Because in my head, I was like, oh, forever. I don't know. Forever. And then I read it, and I was like, oh, that's a yeah. no go, no go. Well, there's so many. There's like girl code, but there's also like I don't think, I don't think I could be with someone knowing that they like had made out with or like been intimate with like one of my closest friends like that would be really hard for me and then also like every time if you guys did get together and then the girl comes around I'd always be thinking like does she affect you the way like I still get affected when my ex comes around you know what I mean so it's like so many areas where it like there's those blurry like it's like you you kind of do have to pick one like am I gonna pursue the friendship or the guy like you were saying but um I just want to say if you have a crush on someone, you need to tell everyone right away because there are so many people I've heard the same thing where they're like, yeah, I was in love with this guy forever and then my friend started dating him, but I, I didn't tell her. It's yeah. like, just tell people if you're interested, like your close friends, like which you should be confiding in them anyways about like, who are you going to tell about crushes if not like your closest friends, you know? I get that, but then I don't tell people either. I know. I know. I'm why. looking at you while I'm saying this. I, I'm sitting here thinking of myself and I'm like, mm, I probably wouldn't unless I like knew for sure that he might have feelings for me too. But see, I would be so mad at you if like, say you liked this guy, right? I had no idea. So then I, something happens, we hit it off, right? And mm-hmm. then I notice you're sad and you're like, well, I liked him. I would be like, why didn't you tell me? Because yeah. I want to know that because then I would like... I would have never even looked at him that way if I knew you even were slightly interested, you know? So I feel no, like I, agree. I feel like friends would appreciate knowing there is that chance that they're not going to care, which happens too. No, but- I, I know um, just like having, I've read so many stories and I've had so many uh, like family members, friends, like um, and that live in smaller towns. Yeah. And it's so crazy They've all dated each other. Yes. And they small circles. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's not a possibility because it happens, mm-hmm. but it can't happen, obviously, because they're together, but it can't happen if you're not communicating with your friend about yeah. it. Like there's there's no possible way. Like right now, there's no way because he's taken, she's your best friend. Your best friend comes first before him. And, um, that's just kind of like how that's just the rules of engagement. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we've got right now. Like you can't, but, um, I, I, I don't want you to like lose hope in love. And I, I don't think that it's completely unrealistic for there to be a possibility, but you have to work on speaking up for yourself. And also yeah. like you have to prioritize that friendship, like no other. And she has to feel that if for some reason they broke up, then, I mean, you would have to wait a long time before ever, yeah, oh ever even I don't think I could do it. it. Yeah. So it's like, it depends on the friendship. You would have to work on talking about your emotions in front of her and you'd have to make it very clear to her that she's your like number one. Yeah. And that's the only way I could see it possibly happening. Other than that, like girl codes the rule and you yeah. Can't, can't I think yeah. I think you're safe to just move forward. Yeah. And you know, I'm a firm believer in things that are meant to happen work itself out. But I don't yeah. think you should live with that hope, you know? Like I no. think yeah. you move on, do your own thing and I think for me, I know like there was one time like I had a really close guy friend that I started having feelings for and same thing like I I thought it was mutual and then all of a sudden he started talking to me about this girl he's been in love with forever and they ended up starting to talk and I remember I was like so sad but what I started doing was like look at how happy he is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I tried to shift the way I saw it and just being like you know what, I care about him and this is what's making him happy. So like, I'm so happy that he's happy. Or with your friend, like, look at, like she's having so much fun. She has always told me how she's like insecure about guys. So like, look at her like feeling confident. Like, I'm so happy for her. And if you start to think like that and then, you know, at the end of the sentence be like, can't wait to find mine. You know what I mean? And like, try to train your mind to be like, no, I'm going to feel 
positive towards them and positive towards this. Um, I know it's a lot easier said than done. So if you need to give yourself space from them while you get to that point, I think that's normal. But like Ash said, like you're, it might come to a point where you have to, you have to be honest with your friend and be like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I've been being weird. Like I know I never said anything, but I kind of had feelings for him and and I'm just trying to make sure that like I'm okay. Like sometimes you have to make a choice for yourself. Yeah. And I think your friend would completely understand if you told her, not anyone else, but you were like, hey, I'm not going to be hanging out for a bit till I get my feelings under control. Like I think that is one, a great way to start prioritizing that friendship Mm -hmm. and making it very clear to her while being vulnerable and saying, hey, like... There were feelings, but like I am putting them, I'm locking them down and don't take it personally. Please help me make sure everyone else doesn't take it personally when I step away a little bit and like gather myself. Like I need a moment. Um, She would feel very loved. She would feel um, like understood and appreciated and like respect even for you for doing that for her. You know, you know what I mean? And even because it is high school. So like. High school, it's a little... Uh, she said university. Oh, I thought she said high school group. Uh, they're friends from high school, oh, but got it, got she's it, got it. in okay, college. Okay, okay. Um, you also, like, you don't have to specifically say, like, oh, I had feelings for your boyfriend. You could say, like, hey, for some reason, like, I don't know, I'm just kind of, like, having a hard time that you're in a relationship now because, like, honestly, I just feel sad because it's something I, like, want to. So... Um, it's nothing against you, but like if if I feel distant, like I think I just need some time to sort out what I'm feeling. So like yeah. if you're afraid to like bring it up because you don't want her to be like, you liked my boyfriend, you know what I mean? Then like right. yeah. there's there's other options too, but I think the most important thing is just acknowledging like, hey, I'm feeling weird for some reason and I love you as a friend, but if I feel distant, you know, this is I'm just working something else. Yeah. I'm working something out, you yeah. know? Say funk. I always say I'm in I'm a in funk. A funk. We say that to each other all the yeah. time. Yeah. And it's mostly because I don't know what the hell's going on in my head, but yeah. like I'm in a weird place and I don't know how yeah. to explain it. So you could just be like, hey, I'm in a I'm in a mood. I'm like, in a funk. Yeah. I'm going to disappear for a bit, but I'll be back. Yeah. Hold my spot. I love you. Hold my spot. <laughs> I'll be right don't back. let anybody sit in my seat. Yeah. It's my spot. Um, no, I so, love that. Yeah. And then I would just really like, there are like, it's so cliche. So many guys in this world. And you need a palate cleanser. Is, I think a great way to start living the rest of your life. If you have a crush on a guy, like tell your friends, not yeah. your, not everyone. Cause I think that's what I hate to do. I hate telling people. Yeah. I can tell Taryn. Yeah. I can tell my sister. I hate making a spectacle and saying, yeah. Oh, he's cute. Or like, I, I have to have him or something like that. Like, I don't know why it makes me feel weird. Yeah. So I can't like, I yeah. physically cannot, but um, <laughs> learn to start including people in your yeah. life um, on little things like that. And also, um, maybe this can help you be a little bit bolder. I know it, mm-hmm. it helps me be a little bit bolder. Yeah. Um, because life is that quick. And if you do like someone um, or love someone, like you should tell them. Yeah, I agree. So uh, hopefully this is just one step uh, in this uh, growth life thing that we all live in for you and hopefully it'll help you in the future uh, with the next guy because there will be a next oh there will be and you'll you'll be surprised it always surprises me how when a new guy comes in how quickly like all of those feelings that I'm like I'm gonna feel like this forever like how fast those are like bye they don't (laughs) even fade they just disappear they're just gone Yeah. yeah So it's crazy. It's, I, I would say open your, like, make sure you're healing, open yourself up and move on.com because mm-hmm. you deserve someone who's amazing and it doesn't take him forever to realize yeah. you're amazing. I mean, so. freaking his mm-hmm. loss. I mean, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Valerie, for being so vulnerable and open yes. with us and sharing that story. That was a very well-written story, by the way. I can tell you're an artsy girl. Um, we love an artsy girl. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't written us in, yet do it and you've been listening since the beginning i feel like it's time yeah i feel like it's been time i feel like it's past time you need to write us right now i know you've got something funny you all know like you all listen to these things and you're like oh that one thing that happened to me would be funny to write in just do it yeah or if you suck at writing you can send in just like bullet points and we'll just like you know fill in the blanks also 
Um, me and Taryn were talking about this the other day. If you guys have a story and you don't know how to word it or you don't know how to write it or you just hate writing in general, I we will co-write it with you. Like just yeah. in the email, be like, here's the gist of the story. I need your help writing it. That's all you got to yeah. say. I mean, give us the freedom to do that because we don't want to like change what you're saying. We will definitely but, have yeah. to like email you back and make sure we get all the details from you so we can help write it together. But we are not opposed to doing that. So if you have a story that is good, Please just submit it. We yeah. want it. We want all of it. We need it now. Yeah. So please send it in. Do it. Uh, and that. Oh, I have a dad joke. Yeah, you do. And of course, Can't end it without a dad joke. Uh, love or Valentine's themed because it better be fitting. February. Uh, February. Okay. You said February weird. I always say February. You said fra. But in my mind, I always say February because I've spelled it wrong so many times. Yeah. English is hard, dude. Mm-hmm. Phonetically, there's it doesn't make sense. Okay. Um, what you're gonna be proud of me because mm-hmm. it's a pickle joke. Really? Right? That's oh like you gosh. talking about a fart. Yeah. I mean, I did. <laughs> she it. said, "Yeah." Okay. Um, what did one pickle say to the other? <laughs> Something about dill. Oh, ah, shoot. You are becoming one with the dad joke lingo. Dill. I'm so proud of you. Um, you mean you mean a great dill to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good. I'm proud of myself. So good. Um, all right. We love you all. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode, which will be coming soon. That was such a like, thank you for listening. <clears throat> Try again. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be talking to you guys in the next episode, which will be coming soon. Oh, we love you. <laughs> High pitch voices. Hey, yeah. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.